0: Welcome, everybody, to Layton's Loft Weekly Podcast, right here every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time with my co-host and my wingman, Lou. How are you today, Lou? How are we doing today? What's going on? Oh, very well. Very well here. Very uh, happy to be out and about during the day, as many of the folks who follow Vintage Breaks think of me as a vampire because I do a lot of the breaking late at night. Yeah, every time
1: I do my last check on social media or my last check (laughs) with the internet, your face always comes up. Well,
0: that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Um, So thanks to everyone out there from Vintage Breaks, from Just Collect, and friends of uh, folks who like Just Collect and Vintage Breaks, and of course, everyone in between. Thanks for joining us here for Leighton's Loft Weekly Podcast. You can now find us, if I'm not mistaken, Lou, on top of everything else on Apple.
1: Yeah, Apple Podcasts came through. We got that all set up, so we're uh, available on Apple Podcasts, audio only, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Those are the big three, and uh, about a half dozen other places wherever you shop for your podcasts, so go check it out.
0: Excellent. So, you know, as folks are uh, kind of getting to know us here uh, at Layton's Loft Podcast, um, some of us, you know, some of the folks out there know me from Just Collect and from Vintage Breaks, Um So what I wanted to try to do is bring back a little Vintage Breaks flavor this weekend. We've been able to do that with a little bit of cooperation from our Vintage Breaks community. And so generously, we've had a few folks buy out and donate a 2019-20 Elite Basketball Hobby Box that just came out. 20 packs, possible Zion, John Morant autographs. Now, Lou, I know you're not an NBA guy, but you're a free guy. A free guy. You know, like, who, who doesn't like free? Everybody likes free. Absolutely. What's up, Nick? Thanks for joining us. Hey, Jim and Karma Records. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, the thread is here.
0: Yes. So, the only way to get into this free box break today, and of course, if you're listening to this afterwards, you know, if you shed a tear or two, we're going to be there for you next week. <laughs> Because if you listen to this afterwards, you'll, of course, get some hopefully good humor, some decent knowledge, and a couple of laughs, if we're lucky, all in the same episode here at The Loft. Yes. Um, but we are giving away something that we've never done before. Hey, what's up, Chris? And we're giving away an entire box for free. And the only way to win uh, a spot in on this break, Lou and gang, is to participate in our chat on Layton's Loft Facebook page right now. And if you do that from now until 5 o'clock, You'll be entered on our list, and you'll get a spot into this break. Into this break, if there's more than twenty, we'll random off the list, and the top twenty will get a spot in the break. Okay. And if you share our show, you will get two entries into this. So we have Dougie behind the glass now, Lou. Just to give people some context, we're probably talking about a nice, solid five hundred dollar box that oh, we're giving cool. away. Wow, this is not a couple peanuts and empty candy wrap.
1: And what's the big pull?
0: Zion Williamson has not just his regular rookie, but autographs and inserts and number cards, Lou, that can go for upwards of thousands of dollars, depending on which one you pull. Very nice. Yeah, so thanks to Lynn for joining us, Jim, Gary, the rest of the gang. Uh, We do have some folks, of course, that are watching us over on Vintage Breaks' YouTube channel. We appreciate that. But if you'd like to have a chance today to win, Lou, The only way to do it is to tune into The Loft on Facebook and drop a comment. Candidly, it could be about the hobby or, for example, one of the things I was going to cover today. Lou, are you much of a grill guy?
1: Oh, God, yeah. I love the grill. See?
0: So this is great. So, Lou, I wanted to take today.
1: I will go out and grill. Uh, Oh, I grill in the snow.
0: Uh, See, Lou, I knew this is why we'd be fast friends. Yep. (laughs) Um, So uh, a little grill tip from me. Hey, what's up, Lucas? To the rest of the gang. Is we had this last night. Now, folks marinate your chicken, right? Yep. But I marinate my chicken in Peter Luger steak sauce. Ooh. Delish. I see, I'm more of a rub guy. Talk to me, Lou. What's your tip for us uh, guys out there that are collectors listening to The Loft? What's your grill tip straight from Lou's kitchen?
1: I almost, I rarely marinate, if at all. I rub and then use the sauce afterwards. And I got a whole bunch of rubs I've collected. And the tip is, this is probably not news to half of you out there, but the tip is coffee.
0: Coffee in your rub. Very interesting. See, Lou, I've heard that. Yeah. But now I have a reason to invite myself over with Kroz when everything clears <laughs> up. Because uh, I know you live in a great place up there. And, you know, we'll uh, we'll let you know we're coming up.
1: I live on the beach. Yeah. Bring J5. Bring Dougie. Yeah.
0: Bring, we're going to have a nice little uh, cookout. We'll, uh, we'll test your chicken against mine. Um, and, uh, you know, once again, folks, this show is not just about baseball cards and collecting, but it's just about being light about life and being a real person. And so last night I happened to have a delicious dinner. Um, and what was really funny. Okay. What the hell does this mean? Jim says, I look like a dry rub guy. I don't know what that means. You know, know the thing is, we don't know where Jim's at. So Jim can already be drinking for happy hour. And by the way, we support that. You know, if, if that's what suits your fancy, then by all means. Um, So uh, anyway, kind of getting back to center here because you can lose your mind on the loft real quick. Yes. Um, We're going to talk about a lot of different things here, but I want to stress to the community today that if you're joining us live, once again, thank you. But second of all, we have an incredible giveaway because of our generous community and courtesy of Just Collect and Vintage Breaks filling out the rest of the box. We'll be giving away a free box break of 2019-20 Elite Basketball and the only way to get in is to drop a comment and say hi in our chat. If you share our Layton's Law Facebook page and our show right now, our podcast, you'll get an extra entry. So even if we have 100, 200 names in there, whatever the case is, top 20, we'll get a pack. And we'll open this shortly after 5 o'clock Eastern time today.
1: Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that so much. It says He says it means I'm classy. <laughs> new this week, by the way, new this week, we have access to the YouTube uh, comments that we can put up here as well as the Facebook comments. But what we're looking for for this giveaway today is go over to the Layton's Loft page, especially if you haven't liked us yet. You got to like that Leighton's Loft page for us, please.
0: And speaking of which, Lou, if you do like Leighton's Loft Facebook page at the end of the show today, yeah. you'll have a chance to win Kiner's Corner, the star of it, Ralph Kiner. Rookie card PSA 3.5 from the recent collection, the Just Collect Purchase. You'll be able to check out the full story on our blog at justcollect.com/slash blog. So the only way to win that Ralph Kiner rookie is to tune in at the end of the show today. Um, and so I'm looking, we have about 20 minutes here uh, before we get to uh, you know the box and the opening, which is of course is what vintagebreaks.com is all about and the company that we started here just a few years ago. Um, so Lou, one of the things I wanted to ask you directly, and I haven't done it off air, I want to surprise you on air here. Excellent, love it. To add content to our Layton's Loft um, Facebook page. Now, I'm gonna hit you up for baseball. I have some people in mind for basketball. But I want to know for at least the next few weeks, you're right, no serious commitments. No one wants that in their life. We already have (laughs) enough of those. Um, So Lou, for the next few weeks, would you be so kind to drop two types of prospects and a little bit of your baseball knowledge on our Facebook page, Leighton's Loft. One, I'd like you to mention a prospect that you think in baseball can have a direct impact on this year's season. Right. Right, because it's a different year. It's a 60-game season. This is not regular. People are getting caught up September the way they used to. And then, of course, Lou, all of us prospectors love to talk about the horizon. What's on tap for the future? So I was wondering over the next few weeks if you'd be so kind to drop a few names that you've been thinking about because I love what we've done on our old Vintage Breaks PSA show where you would reflect on something you said about Pete Alonzo, you know, 11 months before he went on a a home run tirade.
1: Yeah, well, what happens is I have to do, when I do the prospect central for Fantistics and inside of baseball.com, uh, there's a, uh, we have a free blog as well. And I usually put a little sample of that, a couple of players up on free blog and then post it on Facebook. And then it comes back in a memory, you know, in one of my Facebook memories. I go, Hey, I get to see what I said about this guy two years ago. That'll be fun. <laughs> And if that's it works, cool. if it works, I post it again. If it doesn't work, I kind of pass on it.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, listen, it's like you know, I, I understand. How'd you do? Uh, how'd you do uh, betting on the game this week in the casino? You know, I won. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I lost some too, but you know, I didn't really keep track exactly.
1: But. Oh, Brian Lewis Robert is a good one. Let me give you, um, let me give you one that you probably shouldn't be too in on, and that's Joey Bart in San Francisco. Everyone's in on Joey Bart right now because Busta Posey opted out for the season. Sure. And the San Francisco catching situation is in disarray, and Joey Bart is a big. Power power-hitting prospect down there. I just don't know if they're going to be willing to throw him into a catching position. He's very limited in his high minors at bats. He's still going to learn to be a catcher. If he were a, if he were just an offensive player with a first baseman who opted out, I'd be all in on Joey Bart. But I'm not sure they're ready to throw him into actual catching at this point. But with the DH over in the NL, They might keep him with the team, keep him in the rooms when they do the hitters meetings at the beginning of the series and all that stuff and learn the pitchers. So he might have a good opportunity to accelerate his major league catching experience during this time and get a few at bats as a DH over there. So he might be interesting. I just I think his price is going to be too high from a fantasy standpoint. But don't don't rush in on Joey Bart because he's not ready to catch in the majors yet. There's a whole defensive element that they have to catch up on. Catchers are different as prospects.
0: And I love that Lou is talking about things from a fantasy baseball standpoint. And then you could talk about in the weeks to come, Lou, on our Loft podcast every week here on Wednesdays at 430, what actually translates to the baseball card world yep. in terms of value? Because it's not necessarily equal, right? It depends on what market you play in. Power, meaning the home run hitter, is definitely sexier in terms of value to folks and someone who's hitting 315 and is a doubles guy with some speed.
1: So Joey Bart, in this instance, probably valuable from a baseball card standpoint, because he's a good prospect. He's going to be he's going to be a good player. I'm just not sure it happens in 2020. So that's where the difference in value would be right now.
0: Well, we appreciate the tip, Lou. Uh, good evening or good afternoon, everybody. See, I'm used to saying good evening. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Frankie? What's going on? Ken, Ben, Jeremy, Brian and the rest of the gang. Thanks for joining us here on Layton's Loft Podcast. I want to show off. I don't know if we can show this on the main screen, Lou, this book. Yep. Can we get up here? So The Wax Pack by Brad. I'm going to say Brad B., Mr. Yep. Brad B. Uh, Brad is expected to join us next week live from Layton's Loft Podcast. He wrote this wonderful book called The Wax Pack. and actually has the feel of a wax pack. <laughs> On the Open Road in Search of Baseball's Afterlife. What and a great
1: premise for this book. It's fascinating.
0: Fantastic. And you yeah. know, as a card guy, I love it, Lou. So he opened up a pack randomly of 1986 Topps baseball cards, which he did when he was a kid, but he did this as an adult. He looked up the players. He searched for them. He found them in some cases via phone, telegram, letter, internet, in person, and all of it's packed here. I just started it. So I'm hoping by next week that I'll be finished. Um, And Brad is expected to join us next week at five o'clock Eastern time, all being well in the universe. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be a great interview and a great guest.
1: So he just decided to meet some baseball players and the way he decided which ones he was going to meet was to open a baseball card pack and then go find them.
0: Totally at random. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Oh, it's great. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So we're going to give away one of those books, Lou for free next week, courtesy of vintage breaks and just collect. And, um, you know, having uh brag right. on will be fun to talk about how he arrived at it. Was he a baseball nut? Was he someone who just liked doing things at random? That seemed a little bit crazy. I'm interested in hearing the story myself,
1: yep I am yeah it's gonna be a great interview
0: yep so uh, hey what's up Brian what's up Brian uh, so another thing I want to talk about today on the loft podcast a little bit about collecting so uh, this happened to me which is why I'm sharing it with you folks so I was about to buy uh, it's modern which I don't buy a lot of, but I do buy a little bit you know here and there with things being as hot as they've been yeah um and so, uh, you know, Lou, I'm a Yankee fan, and I already have some Glaber Torres Tops Chrome Sapphire rookies. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate to have a PSA 10, uh, PSA 9, and there was a PSA uh, 10. Hey, what's up, Dougie? Thanks for being behind the glass today uh, here during Layton's Law podcast. Uh, and so um, I wanted to, uh, you know, buy another Glaber. I thought he was a good bet. And then I'm thinking about it, Lou. You know, you're probably talking about 14, 1500 in terms of the cash outlay. And, you know, listen, I'm not made of money, yep. right? And I also want to make sure I get it right. And so what I thought about is I really like that issue, 2000 Tops Chrome Sapphire. And it's really not about the issue and it's really not about the particular player, but it's really about a strategy. And even with someone as much experience buying and selling baseball cards as myself that I have, I still had to catch myself from making, I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but putting a little, putting a little bit more risk on my portfolio than I wanted to. And All right, so, let, me ask,
1: let me ask you a question about that. Sure,
0: please go right ahead, Lou
1: you're going to pay X amount of price for this. Yes. And you're hoping for a return. What are the, because I'm thinking this is more nebulous than people think. They never get down to this nuts and bolts of thinking about it. What does Gleyber Torres have to do to raise the value of that card? I mean, is it all about being a good player? Does he have to have a brand? Does he have to have uh does he have to carry some swagger like Derek Jeter did or some of the guys who become more? Sure.
0: So uh, I think a couple of things first, labor torres wins the world series with the yankees this year even in an abbreviated season that's a big deal yeah second of all we can't really say based on right
1: along player i mean if he's not if he's not an out and out star on the
0: team or not a uh, I mean, at this point unless he completely flubbed and hit 213 yeah and looked like he was you know moving backwards um i believe that people think labor torres is a star albeit a young star um hey susan thanks for joining us what's up jim hey brad um So to answer your question directly, uh, Lou, one of the things he could do is win a World Series title with the Yankees. Hmm. Another thing in a full season, which obviously cannot happen this year, but is, you know, win an MVP with 55 home runs, right, and 138 RBIs. What I mean is, once again, you hear what I said. It's not just about winning an MVP. It's about winning an MVP with huge numbers. So um, another thing is hot spurts and hot starts. If Glaber comes out of the gate, hits eight home runs in three games, I'm not telling you he's a better ball player. I'm not telling you he's more valuable. But absolutely what will happen, gang, is there will be more interest on the card. That's just the way the card market works these days. It's much more instantaneous uh, than it used to be. Uh, if, If Zion goes out and he is 41 and looks all cut up from the last few months that he had off, even if the Pelicans don't make the playoffs for the next few weeks, there will absolutely be increased demand on Zion. That doesn't mean I'll have a better career. It just means for the next, you know, short little bit. That's um, funny. I just saw that. It might be Glaver's <laughs> numbers against the Orioles. Yeah. Um, so to, to answer your question, Lou, there's a number of things that could happen. But what I realized is I already had thousands of dollars of exposure. Call me a collector. Call me a dealer. You know, call me late for dinner. It doesn't matter. It's still money. Meaning, you know, my dad used to say this hey, late, you can have money all over. You can say it's in different piles, right? But but at the end of the day, it's still money. And so, my point is, Lou, I didn't want to take a bloodbath. Yep. What if Labor gets hurt? What if he gets caught up in a scandal, right? Because these days you can't put that past anyone, you know, uh, meaning taking something he shouldn't have. And I'm not suggesting he has right. uh, at all. So, what I decided to do was I really liked the 18 tops chrome sapphire. I happened to like Otani not so much because he's a two-way player. Um I think he's probably going to be a better hitter than pitcher. Um but I also I really like the fact that he's an international demand for him, which you cannot say for a lot of players in the major leagues. Excuse me. So
1: but, um, but Otani has um, uh, Otani has a little Q value. I mean everybody knows who Otani is and he's a two-way player and there was a lot of notoriety notoriety when he came in. Glaber Torres, if you're depending on him being a 5,540 RBI guy, I don't know if he's there. I don't, I don't know if he's oh, there. Oh, I was
0: being facetious when I yeah. said that. Um, the thing is, is that, you know, if you look at Jeter's career and his stats, his stats, you know, may wow. be weaker than than Glaber's, than Glaber's. So my point is, and, and what you're saying, it's not just stats. It's being a leader. Right. Uh, think about the position that Glaber plays. If Glaber puts up great stats at the shortstop position, that's yeah. really, really valuable in baseball. It's a lot different than doing it from the left field position.
1: Well, J- Jeter was unique. And when I think of Jeter, the first thing I think of is that play in Oakland, the cutoff play to the plate. Oh, and yeah. He was a winner. He was a team leader. And while he wasn't a particularly great offensive player, and my contention, is I love Derek Jeter. I'm not knocking Derek Jeter at all. But Derek Jeter played in Kansas City, for example. I don't know if he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Played for the Yankees, he was a winner. He helped out. He just had a lot of gravitas. That was that was Derek Peter. So you were talking about Clay Torres getting off to a hot start here. So are we back, are we into timing the market on cards? In other words, is there going to be a point at the end of uh, at the end of July, for example, or the end of August, where he's sitting there with eighteen, nineteen homers, and he's leading that Yankee team right now? Do you have a decision on whether get, to get out from under this card or not? Oh,
0: sure. That? So it's, it's, it's interesting when you put it like that. So for me, Lou. Uh, I'm happy if I end up with one in the end, but I would sell off other ones over the journey and use that profit to potentially buy other cards yep. You know, to, to buy and profit from. Um, but what I ended up doing to diversify my risk, uh, and that's what I was trying to kind of get at before, was I bought an Otani. I bought um, an Ozzy Albies rookie who I really like. Yep. And even though I know the Yankees don't know exactly where Miguel Andujar is going to play, um, I really like him and what he can do for the Yankees, especially if someone goes down. And so what I decided to do was I didn't really have much of pos- much of a position in those guys. And I was able to buy a high-end version of each of those folks, um, PSA 10 version in the Tops Chrome Sapphire 2018 product that I really like. And so now I feel, listen, I'm also a fan of the game, right? If I wanted to just invest and be dry about everything, I could buy stocks, bonds, mutual funds, um, and do that till, you know, the day is is long. Um, And so what I decided to do was try not to be emotional about my baseball card purchase making, and even though I'm always, of course, advising, if you want to buy steady stuff, buy vintage, it is fun to play in the modern market, especially if you like sports, right? I'm chomping at the bit for sports to come back. I'm not the only one. There's a lot of us across the country, across the world that are really excited.
1: Jeff says I have an accent. Do I have an accent? You My know, point this
0: point, I've been talking to you for so long. I just kind of, it's natural <laughs> to me, but I love that when they talk about your voice and stuff, it makes me think like a hundred times over, we got the right man for the job, Lou. You already know. Uh, you know, our community, you know, baseball uh, cold. And of course we have the soothing voice and sounds of you uh, coming from Massachusetts, which we love shout out to vintage break South and Chris Gilmore pulled a huge Zion Williamson case uh, hit out of 2019 court Kings today. I don't know the exact value of it, um, but I think it's somewhere North of a thousand bucks uh, or so. Yeah. So
1: in the demographics of the baseball card market, and we're not talking vintage, we're talking new issues and things like this, is there a premium on being a Yankee? In other words, uh, where's the money for this market to spend that kind of money on Glaber Torres? In other words, if Glaber Torres wasn't a Yankee, would he command that kind of money?
0: Uh, I think there's a little bit of a premium. It's a great question, Lou. There's a little bit of a premium on labor being a Yankee, um, just like if he was a Dodger or a Red Sox versus, let's say, a Milwaukee Brewer uh, or a Florida Moreland. Um, you know, there's there's no doubt about that, but I do think that you know, you're still gonna have to back it up, you're gonna have to put up the stats. Hopefully, a couple of World Series titles we'll see. Yep. um, but you know, absolutely being in the right market. Uh, I know you're not a hoops guy, but for example, take Jason Tatum. I mean, people are chopping at the bit for him to be the next savior for the Celtics, right? Um, and if Jason Tatum was uh making it up on you know, a smaller market team like the Thunder. The yeah. NBA is a little bit different that he could still shine, but I think because of the Celtics and their heritage um, and what Tatum could end up doing for that franchise, there's a little bit of a bump there, the same way there's a bump for Labor Torres with the Yankees.
1: Yeah, and in basketball, I'm guessing that's a little bit, even a little bit more volatile because Tatum could go into a semifinal series or a conference final this year and yeah. have a really great series and make a name for himself nationally.
0: Yes. Hey, nothing wrong with being a brewer. Uh, I'm a big fan of the brew crew. I uh, have a hat uh, and uh, got some Yelich rookies in my uh, you know, little collection. David, we're talking big market versus small market.
1: Yeah. And I uh, just so- think, I think New York is, I, I think there's money to spend on collectibles in New York. So they're going to go for the Yankees guys. And all this collectibles is a lot based on nostalgia and a lot based on fandom, I would imagine. Right. I mean, there are some clinical investors in there, but for the most part, it's driven by your your passions for the sport. Right.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, So folks, I got a five minute reminder here, Uh, the deadline for this unbelievable free box break, courtesy of some of our amazing customers from Vintage Breaks in our community. I literally had someone call our office and say, hey, I'd like to do something fun for the community. You know, And and long story short, this is what we arrived at. So uh, some other Vintage Breaks customers, along with uh, Just Collect, we have now purchased this whole box. We'll be giving it away for free in just a few minutes and the only way to qualify for a pack is to drop a comment right in our facebook chat on our Layton's loft uh, page here on facebook and if you share our show um, on facebook dougie will give you an extra entry into the promo top 20 we'll get into this box in just a few minutes
1: i still think there's an there's a factor here where a team a player goes into a big series whether it be a world series or an nba championship or super bowl has a big game and that's going to raise his value especially if we're dealing in this short term where you hit a market at a certain place right a couple weeks after a super bowl a guy who has a big super bowl his price might go up for a while
0: absolutely you know i heard a really great conversation on another podcast uh that i wanted to bring up in terms of card values and stuff and how it relates to football and so for example, these folks were discussing Drew Locke and Sam Darnold, and their quarterback values as far as cards go, not fantasy Lou, right. And was saying that for Sam Darnold, even though folks like myself, of course, um, but but actual Sam darnold card investors are hoping for Sam darnold to take an uptick, see what he can do with with, you know the new management and new players and such, um, there's a little bit more of an unknown with Drew Locke and an excitement. So the point is is that, they were discussing on the podcast that if they both came out and they threw six touchdowns in their first game, it would actually mean a lot more for Drew Locke than it would for Sam Darnold. Because Sam Darnold kind of still has some naysayers, whereas right. people like are ready to ride the Drew Locke train. And if he does anything at all like that, right out of the gate, and remember in football, there's only the 16 games that the season, God willing, is is you know regular, you know, regular length of uh, of games.
1: So what if the Jets come out? And I, and this is not the heresy that it was in the past. What if the Jets come out and win the, a, win the AFC East this year?
0: I mean, I'd probably faint.
1: <laughs> I mean, but Sam Donald may be within a year or two of winning the AFC East because, I mean, Buffalo is very volatile. And Buffalo's Absolutely. And Crosby
0: is in about 13 years of legal age of moving out of my home at 18. <laughs> and uh, we certainly would take any Jets. Forget about, you know, Super Bowl. Just playoff appearances. Those are, those are nice. I heard you guys have them regularly, like you have Thanksgiving dinner up in New England, Lou.
1: Oh, yeah, we have Thanksgiving
0: dinner, yes. Yeah, and you have plenty of play, playoff appearances playoff appearances in football to go yeah. with those Thanksgiving dinners.
1: But what yeah. New York is looking for right now is they're looking for the Jets to take a leap, and there's an opportunity in the AFC East for the next year or two at least for them to and just get hot, just win. That division could be won by 10 games. Or nine. That's what I'm
0: hoping. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, See, you know, you guys caught me. I'm supposed to be napping during the day and breaking late (laughs) at night. You know, you have the vampire coming out here. Um, It's nice to be out during the daytime. So, folks, you just got about a minute left before um, Dougie behind the glass is going to cut off the entries for the free elite break.
1: Good afternoon, Lee Chow. What's up, Tom? Okay, what's this all about? What's Andre Agassi, Leighton Andre? So, I
0: I played uh, tennis with uh, Ken Gantman the other day. He's a Vintage Breaks community member. Also does not live that far from me in Maplewood. Of course, find out he's got like this unbelievable tennis line of heritage, like his sister's a state champ. He's known at this tennis club. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm hoping to play someone marginally better than me, you know, smashes me up and down the court. (laughs) Uh, But we had a good time while doing it. Right. uh, Ken. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, Dougie, let everyone know when the cutoff is for this giveaway just happening in a few minutes here on the loft. Our weekly podcast.
1: Let's bring Dougie in. Dougie, how are you doing today?
0: What's going on? (laughs) So, Lou, while uh, Dougie's uh, firming up the list here, why don't you tell our listeners where they can enjoy Layton's Law podcast uh, after our live version of it?
1: I'm sorry? Oh, after the live version of it, we put the podcast up on our servers. Within an hour or two, they're probably up again on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Uh, So you can listen to what you missed and get ready for next week's show and, uh, you know, and learn about the giveaways and learn about all the stuff you missed. Right.
0: Yes. Uh, Like, for example, you know, marinating chicken and Peter Luger steak sauce, which is fantastic. (laughs) And I do appreciate you saying that, Ken. You know, I held my own uh, at least fair enough against you. We had a lot of fun looking forward to hitting some balls again. So how often do you play tennis? Uh, A couple times a week over the summer. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. I got a
1: couple guys that that I do podcasts with who are tennis guys. And one guy in particular, I get the whole rundown of his tennis match over the weekend when he comes in on Monday.
2: (laughs) All right, guys, you're all cut off. I'm I'm cutting it off right now.
0: That's a very serious man to cut you off, by the way. (laughs) Now, Dougie, did they talk to you about Jerry Rice yet or no?
2: Um, Not yet. I mean, that was a pretty sweet uh, pull I had on Monday. So...
0: All right, well, we're going to we're gonna talk about it now before we uh, – we were going to let the office do it, but we're going to steal their thunder. So I get a call this afternoon, Dougie, and Luke, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Right. So, gang, I uh, get a call this afternoon from, you know, let's just say someone from one of the sports agencies that I deal with that, you know, help us secure folks like Dylan Carlson, who we have coming up on July 30th, uh, Warren Moon, you know, in the past, Pete Rose, you know, so on and so forth. And uh, it was a very strange request, Dougie. You wouldn't believe it. They go, well, Jerry Rice, uh, you know, like his people reached out to us. They wanted to know, you know, like can we retweet the tweet about the Jerry Rice rookie that you pulled? Oh, really? I'm like, what? Whoa. What are you talking about? So take that a little step further. We offered them, if if Jerry's going to tweet about it or retweet about it, we're going to give away a free pack uh, to someone in Jerry Rice's community, you know, in social media. And we're either going to ship it to them anywhere in the world of 1986 Tops football, giving them a free chance at a Jerry Rice rookie, or we would open it for we would open it up for them live on our vintage break show, uh, you know, one of the times during the week. So then Dougie, I literally say at the end, I go, you know, sorry, no pun intended, Anthony. It's my buddy I'm talking to, you know, the rep, great, great kid that I work with. Um, shout out to Cogent Marketing. Um, so... Uh, and by the way, nothing's guaranteed, of course. Not until the you know the yeah. the, ink is, uh, the ink is dry, you know, it's dry, and and you, you see the the fine, uh, uh, fantastic football player known as Jerry Rice to join us. So I throw out a little hail mary, and I say as such. I go, I don't know if this is crazy, Anthony, but like would Jerry Rice open a pack of cards with us? He goes, well, a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought it up because it seems like there might be a little bit of interest. I oh, go no. listen, and and I know I'm hoping that these people are not listening to us right now because it's really going to hurt our ability to get a deal done uh, <laughs> in terms of my leverage uh, here at Vintage Breaks. Um, but I'm like, listen, whatever you have to do, can you please try to get it done sooner rather than later? So that way uh, we can, you know, start sharing with everyone. So we'll keep everyone posted, but super excited.
1: All right. You know what I'm going to ask, right? What you guys, you have to schedule them for the Vintage Breaks right after our show and have them do an appearance on our show.
0: That would be fantastic. Yeah.
1: Just pop right. in for a couple of minutes and, and tell
0: us what's going on absolutely well, I figure we're uh it's all a negotiation Lou. right yep. you know it's like our tribal council meets with his tribal council i get it <laughs> it's like a whole thing um all right so uh special shout out to my sis uh i have two sisters Raina Lynn and farron may um but farron may is my younger of two sisters and she's been helping us on uh vintage breaks instagram account so she's been sharing for the last several days and one of them Uh, One of the posts that she shared was, of course, about this 2019-20 elite basketball-free box break happening right now. Good luck, everybody. Dougie, take it away. Should I randomize the list?
2: Uh, I just need you to roll the
0: dice. You got it. I joked with Julie, uh, Lou, uh, three times. I wanted her to say hi on the show today. So, oops, I didn't realize I'm entered into the box break. Crossing (laughs) into Zion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, late. All right, whenever you're ready, you can roll the dice. and we'll, Yeah, three, three times you can randomize. All right, guys. Here we go. One. Two. And the winner, drum roll, please. Donald Higginson. Oh, Donald, excellent.
0: It's a top 20. Uh, it's a top 20, Doug.
2: Top 20,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. Top 20, get a pack. Okay. So That's what's cool. It's a very interactive prize, Lou. So what you. I'm thinking, uh, Dougie, is if you can get the list on camera, so that way I can just start breaking it, and we'll call out the names as we go. Okay. Yep i have the I have the names all highlighted here. So great. If there's a way you can get it on uh, the screen in a little bit better fashion, I would ask J Five. Okay. So that everyone can see their name, you know, and enjoy. Yeah, the break.
1: Unfortunately, we're only going to be able to do one or the other, either the
0: list or your break here. Uh, all right. So, Dougie, why don't you just call out the list right now, read it off who won, because it's a little small for me. And okay. then uh, we'll go through the break. Okay. So, all congratulations, right. Dougie, too. All right.
2: Donald Higginson. Okay. Lee Chow Ma. James Ector. Ernie huh. Lamberg. Patrick Linus. Dan Blend. Robert Gramps. Chris Coe, The KO Show. Kenneth Gantman, who's Pete Sampras, I guess. Corey Frick. Todd Corpora. Brendan Quinn. Jeremy Banning. Ben DeSilva, Silva. Brian Cuffman, Gus Tangeles. Mario Morales. Andy Brentano. Gary Foster. And Brian Kaufman again.
0: All right. Well, congratulations, everybody. We're going to get a break in here. We're looking for a little Zion action, a little Jean Morant love right here on Layton's Loft podcast every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, Lou. Don't forget, you do have just a few minutes. Subscribe, like our um, Layton's Loft Facebook page, and you have your chance at the end of the show today to win a Ralph Kiner Rookie. 1948 leaf graded PSA 3.5 that recently came from our big 1948 leaf purchase from Just Collect. All
1: right, Dougie, we'll bring you back in a couple minutes here. All
0: right. This is my first time seeing this product, folks. So if you're listening to this podcast afterwards, um, this Panini Elite, I believe, was sold directly by Panini um, to the uh, public. And this is courtesy of some very, very generous community members of Vintage Breaks and Just Collect that made this free box break possible today, Lou.
1: All right, Beyond Zion, what are we looking for?
0: Uh, Jean Morant, Rui, RJ Barrett, and then, you know, autographed rookies and parallels of all those guys. Mm-hmm. Plus, like base LeBron James cards and inserts go for good money, Anthony Davis. All right, so Anthony Davis, I would say, would be the highlight of Pack One. Right. So if we can uh, tell everyone the order, because we don't, and I see what your point is, Lou, we're not able to do both. So, Dougie, if if you could tell everyone who that was for pack one. Okay. All right. Pack number one was Donald Higginson. Who's pack two, Dougie? Lee Chow Ma. Good luck, Lee Chow. I hope we pull a monster.
1: (laughs) There's got to be one in there.
0: Nothing like a free box break and pulling a little monster. These are nice-looking cards. No big hit in that one, but they are nice cards. We just pulled the Giannis autograph rookie from 2013 Elite Basketball the other day, and our good buddy Darren Rebel from the Action Network tweeted about it.
1: Who's pack number three, Doug?
0: It's, uh,
1: James actor. Oh, the threat. Here we go. Good luck, Jim. Now we're in business.
0: Ooh, Drew Holiday, numbered of 99, insert.
1: Pack number four, Doug. Pack number four is Ernie Lambert. Or J5, J5 Sienna.
0: Good luck, Ernie. Lou, I really love the fact that this box break was the whole idea was hatched from our community. Yes. I'm being approached by uh devices on the that's weird. That's us
2: Layton. Okay.
1: Yeah that's a good idea. If one of you guys can drop if Dougie if you can drop the list of twenty people in the chat that's, that would help out. That's, that's why John's on. Okay.
0: <laughs> Anthony Davis. Very nice. Oh at least I could read it now which is great. So that was spot four. That was for Ernie. Spot five, Patrick is coming up, followed by Dan. Good luck, Patrick. Let's see it. Cool.
2: All, right, there you go. All right, the list is on Layton's screen, so at least you can see it now.
1: Okay.
0: All right, spot six coming up is Dan. Dan B, good luck. For folks who are listening to our podcast afterwards and not able to catch us live, if you'd like to join us on our future episodes, you can do so every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time and have a shot at some great free stuff just like this. Steph Curry, insert.
1: Jeremy's uh, producing for us now. He says, can we get a replay of last night's fire track? And if we get a video beforehand, we could probably do a little replay here.
0: Yeah, that would be cool.
1: I'm going to look forward to going forward.
0: All right, next up, I believe this is spot seven for Rob.
1: Good suggestion, Jeremy. We appreciate it.
0: AD what Fred Van Leet, Van Fleet, uh, number to forty nine. Chris Middleton. A lot of people think he's going to step up for the Bucks. So. Alongside of Giannis
1: We're almost getting to the point here Where we could do our 100 live viewer thing We're getting there
0: You know, it's funny, Lou, I can't see how many people are actually watching live We're in the mid-60s right now Oh, that's great Yeah, Not bad. yeah maybe we'll do that uh, for, you know, a future show Yep Thanks to everyone tuning in today Alright, good you. luck to Chris Coe, my good buddy Out West, thanks of course for your support of Vintage Breaks and our community All the time Hope you pull a monster in here
1: Logan, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be late to class.
2: Professor Blossie has spoken.
1: <laughs> Logan is probably so, out riding somewhere. We got a
0: Cam Minjali uh, rookie. I cannot say his last name particularly well. So it's MK, numbered of 299, rookie. Just little hit for you there, Chris. <laughs> he wants us to
1: stop breaking packs for about ten minutes while he goes somewhere Through <laughs> his other office. Yeah. Uh, Doug, do we know what's up next? Uh, Russell wants to know if there's a VB North show after.
2: Absolutely, this. we are on from 5:30 until 8 o'clock tonight, guys. So Vintage Breaks North, the OG show with the OG crew.
0: Nice. I'll be on uh, late night tonight for a uh, little bit. Nice. Oh yeah, last night, Lou, I committed a terrible faux pas uh with the um with the sound it was hysterical oh no. not really my sister was watching it was great i talked to my sis today uh <laughs> she heard me talk about which if we have a few minutes i'm gonna mention today it was unbelievably uh hysterical uh about something that happened when i was a kid or when we were kids it's yep. a cool looking card i mean not valuable necessarily but just cool oh,
1: that's a nice shot yeah
2: you know layton i'm not there for one night to watch your show and it, it all haywire just like goes nuts i mean ugh. yep
0: All right, Ken, my my tennis friend, that was for you. Corey, you're up next with spot 10. This should leave 10 left. Yeah, welcome
1: to my world. I do this seven days a week. (laughs) All this kind of chaos going on.
0: All right, Corey, you're up. Good luck. There is, Nick. There's a new graded hit random and a new 1959 Tops baseball set break. uh, Live on the site. LeBron James base. I mean, these are gorgeous cards. That's just the LeBron base.
2: I think it's worth mentioning that we got Sam into not only col- uh, collecting, but uh, you know, his, his love of Giannis has been developed while part of our uh, our company and uh, community.
0: So, very right, nice. All right, Todd, you're up here, spot eleven. There we go. Donovan Mitchell, number of ninety nine, Jason Tatum.
1: How good is Jason Tatum? Oh, he's very good. Really yep. good. Yeah, no, he's he's legit. Is he a top five NBA player? Not yet.
0: No. Not yet. No, not yet. He could, yet. Be. He could no. be.
1: What's his ceiling? Top five NBA player? Yeah, or he could be.
0: Five? He could be. Definitely be a five top top five, top seven. All right, Thank Brendan, you. your free pra- your free pack is coming up next.
1: Then we've got the giveaway of the Ralph Kiner coming up soon.
0: Yep, that's gonna be the end of the show. Yep.
2: 10 more minutes, guys. 10 more minutes if you want to get on that.
1: So, if anyone who's watching right now hasn't liked Layton's Loft on Facebook, go like it now and get yep. involved. and You could win a Ralph Kiner on this show right now, right in front of us.
0: This yep, is five, nice. number 35 Okiki rookie. Kiki, do you love me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice free hit there for, I think that was Brendan. Oh, it's on the screen. Oh, my goodness. It's fantastic.
2: Thank you you for that one. Very nice. Three, four, five,
1: six, seven, eight.
0: Eight left. So Jeremy is up now. Good luck, Jeremy. So, Lou, I'm talking uh, on the show last night and um, between the sound faux pas and then I wanted to tell a story about, um, you know, growing up my household, I wanted to remember this kid's a uh, good rookie was a couple years ago, Bam. Um, I want to, I talked to my sister today. If she, if she remembered it, she totally did, Lou. So, we, uh, Ben, you're up next. We would, oh my God, we were, we were the fucking, we were like just the devil in our household, Lou. We would take these towels, and we would go into my sister's room, my brother and I, yep. like, and we would throw them at their heads or their bodies and scurry <laughs> back to our room. But I can hear it just like it was yesterday, my mom's piercing voice. What's going on up there? What the hell are you kids doing? <laughs> I wanted to do it today on the podcast. I didn't really get into the full moment yesterday, so I'm hoping my sister uh, is listening.
1: So – how many kids and where were you guys in the birth order?
0: So I was the oldest, oh, uh, yeah. the oldest of four. Uh, my brother was the next oldest and then my two sisters. Um, and so really we just wreaked havoc on the household. Uh, I was going to ask today if we have time, Lou, because I got a special prize that you oh. can pick out by the end of the show. Yep. I want to know what was like the wildest kind of game you played, whether it be in your house or around your house, meaning your backyard as kids. Yep. So I can tell you, we played double dare when my parents allowed me to start babysitting. I mean, and we were fucked up, Lou. <laughs> you know, I would spray ketchup look in my sister's face, right? You know, because you lost the challenge. It wasn't just, to be fair, like spraying it in her face. Like, you know, you'd have to do something. If you didn't do it under, we'd have a stopwatch. Yep. And if you didn't do it under a certain amount of time, and like, there's just no way when my parents came home, they didn't know something was up. Because even if you cleaned it up, man, that fucking stench... With just like the combination of mustard, like, you know, breadcrumbs and mayo. like It's just not something you ever forget. Um, So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that today and a little shout out to my sis or my sisters. I'm sorry for torturing guys. I love you dearly. Um, They're both amazing parents. um, And the fact that they still talk to me and they love me uh, is fantastic because we abuse them. (laughs)
1: I um, it wasn't an ongoing game, but my sister and I got into something once, and she was in the kitchen, and she opened the kitchen window. I was in the backyard, and she squirted the uh, sink hose at me. And not to be outdone, I fired up the backyard hose and squirted it back into the kitchen. <laughs> it was an ongoing war, too. There was a lot of water damage in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, see, that's what happened with Double Dare. Yep. Is because what happens is like emotion gets involved. Yep. So like, even though it's fair, right? Try telling my sister I squirted her 17 times in the face did not get revenge. So, of course, I'm, like, walking away. and She clocks me in the fucking head with a tomato, and it's really hard to blame her.
1: Yep. Nope. No. It just escalates. Everything escalates, right? Oh,
0: man, but I do miss those days. You know, and this is the truth of it. It really is, Lou and gang. Who the hell knew that those were the good times? Like, that was the real good shit. I mean, I really, if you would have told me that, uh, it would have been a lot better off growing up, but I'm glad I know it now. Yep. I'm enjoying the heck out of being Crosby's dad. Um, and by the way, folks, obviously, this is a, a uh, I don't know what, what it's rated, our podcast, but you know, we drop a couple F bombs here and there, but that's the way life is, right? You got to do that sometimes.
1: Yeah. It's an adult hang. we're getting together and uh, having a hump day hang here and trying to have some fun with everybody. We appreciate always everybody who comes along for the ride. Uh, we love it. That's one of the things I love about doing these shows and uh, the old Vintage Breaks on PSA show. Community is great, and we just have a great time with everybody yakking at us here.
0: Oh, this is great. I'm looking at the responses, Lou, so I'm going to leave it up to you. So, like, Donald, I didn't quite torture my sisters with rubber band fights. That sounds pretty painful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can do better than that, can't we? Somebody out there had to have something. What's the worst thing you ever did to your sibling?
0: I mean, I I can tell you what I did to myself. I wanted to see if the hairspray and the the matches thing was, like, a real thing. So I sprayed it in the toilet. And needless to say, I, I, like, syringe my face, like, my hair, and, like, I, I, you know, I messed up my parents' bathroom.
1: I've got one like that. Uh, my next-door neighbor and I, we went out into the woods because we lived in kind of a suburban end of the town we were on. We went out in the woods, and we found every piece of garbage in the woods that we can that had some liquid in it, and we put it into a fishbowl. And we brought the fishbowl back, and uh, we decided, you know, we looked at it, what do we do now. Nice bit. My buddy looks at me and goes, "Hey, what if we uh, see if we can light it on fire?" And yeah, you know, I was at that age. I said, "Sure, let's." He dropped a match in it, and it was like a Zambuca fire where you couldn't see it. It was lit, but you couldn't see it. And I was kind of disappointed with that. And I goes, "Let me see if I can rev it up." And I leaned over and I blew on it, and I lost both my eyebrows. <laughs> That's how bad it was.
0: Lou, would you consider doing that? You know, for charity this year, like maybe coming on one of our shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it's a zambuca fire yes uh, <laughs> i'll be in
0: <laughs> oh man i tell you lou i was really looking forward to this week's show and now i know why you could just kind of <laughs> cut it loose on here yeah uh, it's great we really appreciate everyone joining us here obviously we're a couple goofballs just hanging out hopefully um to everyone's uh, oh. enjoyment
1: oh poor donald donald what happened to you donald says he was the youngest of eight brothers he must have some stories
0: oh if you're the youngest of eight i can only imagine the hate. oh god yeah Oh, this is great. I never had a potato gun, but I wanted one. <laughs> yeah, I made a potato gun. Sure. Uh, all right. Let's try to, we, we got a couple autographs so far. We're going to see if we can pull a nice Zion or Ja here with a few packs to go. Uh, so three packs left. Good luck to Andy, Gary, and Brian. Little last pack mojo here.
1: Oh, no. James Hector says he once hooked up jumper cables to my sister's ears. No, they weren't
0: connected on the other end, were they, Jim? I'm like, Jim, I don't know if you can really, if we can have him participate anymore. Like, is he on the run? Like, (laughs) I hope he didn't harm his sister permanently. (laughs) Are
1: you familiar with the Fifth Amendment,
0: James? (laughs) My lovely wife, Julie, just started watching the new unsolved mysteries. And I say to her, shit, wait, these aren't like, these are real problems and they're not solved? Like, at least the old ones, like, 83% of these guys have been caught. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. So Jim, are you out of yourself, or are you on the run? (laughs)
1: Logan says he told his brother to stick a fork in the wall in his wall outlet, (laughs) and
0: oh my god, predictably it shocked the crap out of him. You know, that's a really good perspective. Uh, There's some Luca love there. That's some good perspective, Donald. That like we all somehow came out on the other side. Like we're all here today to tell the story, and for that, man, really thankful to be part of this group, Lou. Really thankful that, uh, you know, you pushed me to kind of get this whole little loft podcast experiment started. And now uh, I really look forward to it every Wednesday. So thank you.
1: (laughs) Brian says, we siphoned gas to go to town, split some of you. 20 minutes later, my brother wondered if it would still light. It burst into flames, almost caught the house on fire. And his dad threw him through the front door into the snow. (laughs) (laughs) In retribution, Brian, or was he trying to save you from (laughs) the (laughs) house (laughs) fire? Boys will be boys.
0: All right, good, Jim. That's good.
1: No, I can I wouldn't have shared that one, but that's oh, a-
0: Jamal Murray, numbered of seventy-five. One more pack. Uh Madi. So my wife's into it. She wants me to start watching with her because she wants me to solve the fucking mysteries. I'm like, listen, I already run two businesses and take care of our son. I'm trying to play tennis and ride my fucking bike. I don't have enough time other to take a shit. I'm serious this is the truth. All right, RE222
1: e is giving us a recipe for a potato gun, so that's good.
0: Let me tell you, if we're able to have a little barbecue, our buddy Harry was talking about putting one together. Um, if we put one together, we absolutely need to have like a vintage breaks field day. Like I'm <laughs> gonna close my mind, my my eyes right now, Lou. I'm yeah. featuring like potato sack race, potato gun competition, well, um, you know, lighting stuff on fire competition.
1: Well, you know what we can do here with this platform that we're using right now is that guys can come in on the show our listeners can come in on the show we can get them into the studio so if someone wants to put on a potato gun demonstration we can have it on live here
0: So my wife's watching there's like some movie uh jason bateman something else the beginning scene is jason bateman gets shot actually the first time they do a clean he's trying to pick off like a can on top of his head yeah. second shot they get his ear with a potato gun and he has to go to the hospital he's bleeding profusely i'm really into potato guns now like i kind of i kind of want to build one and shoot one with crosby
1: i just watched one of the unsolved mysteries i think it was was it episode two or i'm not sure what the oh, one the
0: old one, the, the old one lou or the new no, one the, okay
1: with the uh, ufo incident in the berkshires up in massachusetts i watched that one interesting because that was a story
0: i hadn't heard Uh, So thanks for all the wonderful feedback here uh, on Layton's Loft podcast today. That concludes our free break. Um, Don't forget, next week, uh, all being well, we're going to have Brad on, the author of The Wax Pack. That's going to be a lot of fun to learn about how he chose, excuse me, his journey with 86 baseball and why he chose that fashion as opposed to just researching the guys that he wanted to meet.
1: I think we got a candidate to give us the potato gun demonstration.
0: Really? (laughs) Arnie. <laughs> excellent
1: won't be next week but let's line this up if someone can go yeah.
0: We like we're looking we're looking like a, a few weeks out now we're starting to be like you know saturday night live but, you know we need a few weeks to get you in the rotation but uh, <laughs> but uh i think i think we can do it um really folks this is a blast today uh, i want to make sure as a reminder what do i do with mr kiner
1: wait a second what R N E 222 for you i need your first name that's arnie that's, that's arnie arnie, arnie yeah it's arnie Chura. Arnie's a pyro guy too, which means I love him automatically. That's great.
0: <laughs> I love pyro. Oh my God. I love that Ryan Kyle is just, he's flat out. Like he's not, he just told me this is I'm literally gonna take a snapshot with my phone right now. Like this is all I need to do. By the way, Ryan, if there's any issues, I'm I'm gonna be this is on this is video proof. You are the reason, uh, and and how we're gonna be building the potato guns. <laughs>
1: James, finish that book for us. The author is on next week. We're going to talk to him next week.
0: Great, James. So here you go, folks. We're going to give this away in just a minute, Dougie. Why don't you cut off the list in a minute so that way we can be fair to the gang. Vintage Breaks North is going live in just a few, and they can only go live till 8 tonight. I'll be live about 1030 tonight from the loft. Unless I talk to Gilmore, he wants to go live in between.
1: All right, Um, David. how is that not an Irish cannon? Why is a potato gun a Polish cannon? It's got to be an Irish cannon.
0: All right, Dougie, let's okay. get the list rocking. All right, uh, roll the dice, and I'm ready to go. Great. So once again, folks, the only way to win, and you'll have future possibilities to win some cool stuff, but the only way to win this Ralph Connor was to be uh, on the list of folks who like our Layton's Loft Facebook page.
1: And we're trying to grow the page, so everybody, if you don't like the Facebook page on Layton's Loft yet, please go over and like it. You're kind of out for this week, but please go over and like it for us.
0: Yes, please. Don't Absolutely. Don't forget Dylan Carlson from the St. Louis Cardinals, their top prospect, joining Vintage Breaks and the gang, July thirtieth, Thursday at eight PM. Uh, they'll be signed baseballs as part of the promo. He'll be talking about his experience in the minors, going to the majors. Who he most admirer, Who he most admires? I want to find out if anyone pulled any pranks on him yet. Got a lot of good questions lined up for him.
1: Ben Irish, don't waste potatoes. That's Ben. <laughs> Hadn't thought of that. <laughs>
0: It's true.
2: <laughs> Guys, that's the number and I,
0: we love shooting pumpkins. We do the pumpkin toss or whatever. Oh, yeah. We got- <laughs> oh, man. we like, and, and he get, he got so big now, he, he doesn't like when I help him. So it's kind of scary because like there's a few times where the pumpkin, like, grazes his head because he doesn't quite get it yet. Yep. All right, Dougie, we're going to randomize the list right now nine times courtesy of Dougie Fresh. All right. Just Collect and Vintage Break. Someone's going to win this Ralph Kiner right now. Thanks, everybody. All right,
2: here we go, guys.
1: Good luck, everybody.
2: One. Two. Three.
0: Four. Doug, he's very serious about this, if you can't tell. Five. That's
1: true, Steve. Yeah, after the potato famine, we were done. Six. Oh, no. David seven. McCann is an electrician. Ignition on his.
0: So, Lou, can you pick a winner? I have a surprise uh, gift or, or you know, yeah, gift for the the most interesting, you know, story you had from what folks were doing as a child uh, right here on the Layton's Loft Facebook page.
1: Yeah, I got a guy. All right. And
2: the winner of that gorgeous Ralph Kiner card is Kevin Struss. Kevin Struss, congratulations. You are taking home that 48-leaf, Ralph Connor, PSA
0: 3.5. Congratulations, Kevin.
1: Congratulations.
0: It's from the fresh collection that we recently recently purchased on behalf of Vintage Breaks. Excuse me, I've just collect. Um, all right, so, Lou, who are you thinking is going to win this special prize? I think Brian Kuffman is going to win this special prize. Had a, had a I Brian, was, Brian was sharing about his childhood.
1: He had a couple ones in there, but the latest one was he used to take lead out of 22 shells and put them on the stove to scare his sister, which is.
0: <laughs> and Brian, and, and please, I could be wrong. And if I am, apologize, I think Brian is is he's from a different time than me. <laughs> um, and, and what I mean is like, it sounds like a really fun time. I don't yeah. think I was getting away with that in my time.
1: Yeah, I know. So if did I had to have guess,
0: 20, well, Brian's a little bit older. Did
1: you have 22 shells around in New Jersey all that much?
0: Uh, You know, I had $22, I had 22 peanuts, I had 22 baseball cards. Yeah, my, my, the guns, you know, outdoorsy kind of stuff. Yeah, outdoors stuff for us was, you know, I would play baseball, enjoying Little League and stuff was great, but we weren't going rafting. And I asked to 10 the backyard. He's like, 10 the basement, it's fine. <laughs>
1: All right, Doug, we appreciate your help today. We'll talk to you again next week.
0: All right, take care, guys. All right. So what's the special prize? So Brian is going to win a free spot. Courtesy of Lou, we'll just take it out of your end, Lou. Okay. Uh, <laughs> i try trying to say it a straight face. I um, had a free something going on here? I didn't even Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Uh, we're going to give away a free spot in our 1959 Tops baseball separate, courtesy of Vintage Breaks. Um, we just listed it today. Chance of Bob Gibson rookie, Mickey Mantle, 59 Tops card, Clemente, Koufax, Aaron, the list goes on and on. Courtesy of the gang here, Brian. Lou has selected you as our winner. You're getting a free spot in our 1959 tops baseball set break uh, that we just listed today at vintagebreaks.com. And, Lou, that's all I have on my end. I had a blast today here at Layton's Loft. Thanks for joining us.
1: Great time. It's starting to feel like the old show. We're getting a lot of our old friends back here. Everybody's active, talking, having some fun, having a few laughs. That's what we're after. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. And uh, like the page and come back next week. And, by the way, go subscribe on your podcast service to Leighton's Loft as well.
0: Yep. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next week.